Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am welcoming you to the podcast of the 21st of June, 2020, from, and I'm broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. So we had an eclipse very early this morning, and yesterday was the summer solstice. So what does it all mean? First of all, solstices and equinoxes happen at the beginning of cardinal signs. So they initiate the cardinal access. Um, and that means it's the beginning of either Cancer, as it is this time, Libra, as it will be in September, Aries or Capricorn. So they are the things that initiate a season like in the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere when we have a season and so what happens is when we get to that axis in the zodiac that is a very important axis and when we have an eclipse land on that axis that usually means something important is going to happen now just because you had a lovely Sunday and you had brunch or you were watching your favorite movies on TV or you had a very relaxing day, it doesn't mean that tomorrow, the next day or the day after that isn't going to set up some sort of large global event. That doesn't mean it has to be bad because this is a good eclipse. This is at the North Node and the North Node eclipses usually are where we go for fulfillment as opposed to a south node eclipse which is where we have to go to release and say goodbye and get rid of and say I'm never doing that again I'm not talking to that person again I will never return to that place okay this is over blah 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 okay so that's not something that this eclipse is about this is about going forwards and finding fulfillment the north node is all about the experience of you know what your true north is, what your fulfillment is. Instant gratification is the south node. So a lot of times when we're grasping at those south node eclipses, we can't get satisfied. You have to let it go, go towards the north node. Right now the north node is at the end of Gemini and the eclipse and solstice are both at zero degrees cancer, which is like they're on top of each other. So yesterday was the summer solstice, and then wee hours of this morning was the eclipse, which was a new moon eclipse. A solar eclipse is a new moon. So that means the sun and the moon are together in the same place at the same time. And that is not uh, something that is uncommon, that the north node uh, is what makes it the eclipse. Sun and moon get together every month. We have a new moon every month. But... When it comes close to the North Node or the South Node, then we can, that's what triggers it and makes it an eclipse. So it's just not any old new moon, it's an eclipse. Now, what's special about this particular eclipse is that it was at zero degrees of the sign of Cancer. And then we look at the rest of the planets and see whom else might be at zero degrees, and that is Saturn. So Saturn is at zero degrees Aquarius because it went to about two degrees Aquarius. It turned around, went retrograde last month, and came back um, the other way to go back into Capricorn eventually. Not right now, next month. What it's doing is it's sitting at zero degrees Aquarius, and therefore the solar eclipse is making what we call an inconjunct or a quincunx aspect to the eclipse, uh, to the Saturn what 
are those words, Deb? <laughs> what? Yes, these are astrological terms. Quincunx and inconjunct are the same. They are a certain level of aspect that is sometimes considered a minor aspect, but it really, it really is sort of a major aspect because it happens all the time. And it's an it's a discomfort. It's if you have a quincunx in your chart, you're always doing something. You have to navigate between the two things. It's always one thing or the other, and how to navigate between those things. This is one of those th cases where the eclipse is giving us openness and freedom and and you know connection because it's the North Node, but then it's being you know, in this relationship with Saturn. So here's Saturn at zero Aquarius, where it's been for a little while. And then the eclipse kind of comes in and goes, surprise, boom, hits it. Um, and hits that Saturn wall of restriction. Now, interestingly enough, this is how astrology works, because this is all working together with the retrogrades that we have. We have Mercury retrograde as of last Thursday, which we mentioned on last week's show. And... Venus is still retrograde. So we've got a very busy week ahead of us as Venus goes direct, but more on that later. Mercury and Venus are retrograde. Venus is in Gemini retrograde. Venus is getting ruled by Mercury. Mercury rules Gemini. So those two are talking to each other. And what that means is, so for here's an example. So in Costa Rica, coronavirus was not as bad as it was everywhere else, we had a good, we had, they took care of things. We have a good government that took good care of things. And then they started to see a rise in cases recently. And so they were saying, if we see a rise in cases, we're going to have to go back. We're not going to be able to lighten up the restrictions. We're going to have to go back and restrict again. So in a matter of what seemed like seconds, people had plans for the weekend. And then on Friday, the day after Mercury went retrograde, it all turned around. So we were going to go to an open house somewhere. Boom, done. Sorry, can't do that. Uh, people were going to start opening their retail stores for the first time on the weekends. Can't do that. Sorry, we're going to have to restrict you again. So in what appeared to be a minute, what your plans were on Friday suddenly changed and you weren't going to be able to go anywhere over the weekend because they wanted everybody back into the restrictions we had back in April. So naturally people were upset, but it's clearly they're doing the right thing. But what's very interesting is that this is all part of the two retrogrades. Venus is retrograde, Mercury's retrograde. Both of them retrograded, um, connect, and they're connected to each other. They didn't do it. It's rare that we have them happening at the same time. But both of them retrograded and they're speaking to one another. So they're working together. Now, see, the interesting thing is it plays into the eclipse. And this is why astrology works so well is because eclipse. Okay, so we have Saturn, la-di-da, here's Saturn in Aquarius. And then all of a sudden the eclipse comes in, bang, bumps into Saturn, and there's your restriction. That, given no Saturn eclipse connection, that sun uh, that Venus in Gemini with Mercury, both retrograde, could have been anything. Oh, I thought that store was going to open, but they didn't. But then Saturn always indicates the rulership, the, the patriarchy, the government, the people who set the rules. So Saturn got triggered by the eclipse and the people who set the rules said, no, sorry, we cannot open. That's not happening. We're not going to do that. And 
Sadly, people's plans all had to change. But this is everything plays into one another because it happened in such a split second. That was the retrogrades of Venus and Mercury. Like, wait, what? What? Like I left the house and I heard this and now I'm like out and I'm getting a message from someone telling me this is not the case anymore. When did that happen? So we're not doing that today. Okay, I guess I'll just go back home. That's how it's been. And if your life has felt topsy-turvy, and as I said in my Instagram video yesterday, things have been topsy-turvy. One minute it's one way, 10 seconds later it's another. Why, why does it get like this? Why is it like this? How could this possibly be happening? We have to acknowledge that things are a little bit loco right now. And the moon is out of bounds in cancer, which means it can kind of do whatever it wants. And uh, there's, there, it seems like there's no rules, but there are rules because Saturn's telling us there are. It's just that they seem arbitrary. And so don't get angry. Just try to sort it out, figure it out, uh, concentrate on what you need to do in the task at hand. Now, uh, what we need to do is look at what else is happening this week that might throw things into a tizzy. And the first of those things is Neptune, which is going retrograde on the 23rd. The 23rd is Tuesday, and it's retrograde very early, uh, like 12.30 a.m., which will be like 10.30 p.m. here tomorrow night. And it's so completely... Um, it's so completely <laughs> different because now we have like an outer planet going retrograde. And so before it was the inner planets. So now so much is going on and so much is shifting that there's a lot of confusion. Neptune is a planet of confusion. So if there's like you're getting mixed messages, wow, all of this is playing into each other. So we've got messages coming and they're confusing. And then we've got you know, Neptune retrograding. And it's like, did I see that? Or didn't I see that? Was that a ghost? Did something just happen? What, wait, didn't we say it's this? And now you're telling me it's that? It's like a house of mirrors. If you're walking through a house of mirrors, that's what this feels like right now. You just got to walk through. Usually when you have those, like those carnivals where there are houses of mirrors, you have to just keep walking. That's the thing that you have to keep doing. And that's what we have to do right now. So we're now in the sign of cancer, which is about family and nurturing and supporting oneself and supporting others and, and giving each other something to be, uh, you know, to feel comforted by and secure. And the hard part about all of this is um, really it doesn't make sense to lose your head right now and it's easy to lose your head right now because eclipses always make us go on fire so that's part of it so neptune is turning retrograde and neptune does this every year you know for about five months or so six months so we've got a while before neptune will turn direct again so now this gives us the inner opportunity to sort of look at our our visions and our creativities and our creative projects and our intuitive moments all of it has to do with neptune retrograde then what's going to happen on thursday is that venus is going to go direct so finally venus will go direct from being retrograde since mid-may 
like the 13th of May. And that'll be it for a year and a half. So no more Venus retrograde after Thursday. And that will be at 2.47 a.m. So that's when you wake up, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, when you wake up on Thursday morning, Venus will be direct. Now, it will be direct at 5 degrees of Gemini. So if you have a planet at 5 degrees Gemini or 5 Sag or 5 Virgo or 5 Pisces, that means you are going to get Venus. And, you know, you might have something at 6 or 7 of those degrees. Well, sure, that Venus is going direct on that. So the clarity is going to come this week. So, huh, there's going to be some clarity from Venus, some confusion from Neptune. So basically, it all feels the same. I can identify them as, well, that was Mercury retrograde that was happening. Or I could identify that as, well, you know, that's Venus turning direct. But it feels like a big bowl of soup to everybody. And I can go on and on telling you that this feels like a big bowl of soup. But that doesn't tell you how to handle it. So you have to navigate all of this. I have to navigate all of this. Each of us does. The eclipse will not, this eclipse period will not end for a while yet because the next eclipse is July 4th and that'll be on the state, the United States sun. That's a lunar eclipse. So that's two, that's the sun on one side, the moon on the other. It won't be as powerful because the nodes are far away but this is probably the most powerful eclipse, the one we're in right now. And so as things evolve this week, we should be hearing a lot of different experiences. Um, and we may hear some things in the news and we may hear some things that are not what we thought were going to happen. Like eclipses often bring surprises. So, so we have an eclipse. We have Venus going direct, we have Neptune going retrograde, and Mercury just went retrograde. So the thing to do is keep your head on straight. And if you can't keep your head on straight, then you are going to get caught in a tidal wave of ideas and thoughts and confusion and emotions. And so what do you do? What do you do to keep your head on straight? Do you go to the gym? Do you, well, maybe you can't go to the gym right now because of coronavirus, but maybe what you need to do is see your shrink. Maybe what you need to do is meditate. Maybe what you need to do is do your exercise in your house if you can't go to the gym. Maybe you can go out for a run. Maybe you could do something like journal in your book, or it's just the thing that you do to clear your head. Maybe you just need a nice cup of tea and sit on your patio. But something has to keep you clear this week. And the name of the game for the next couple weeks is keeping your head above the water and keeping it clear, especially this week. This is the week to keep your head clear. So if you think that meditation is helping you clear your head, keep doing it. Do it more often. Maybe now this is this is an interesting thing because so I did my meditation Friday morning, <laughs> but by Friday afternoon I was completely confused by all the events. So I sat down with myself again, and this is what I recommend to people: if you get thrown off by the events of the day, you're going to go right back to where you were before you meditated, and that means you need to sit down and do it again. If you had a nice experience journaling in your book and your book is helping you express your ideas and your 
you know, throwing a whole lot of things out there. And then all of a sudden some other bizarre event occurs and comes across your table. Go back to your book, read what you wrote, and write some more. Because the events are happening so fast right now, so fast, that it's hard to keep up with them. And everything has a meaning. There's a hidden meaning behind everything that goes on in your life. It may seemingly be, you know, something dumb, but maybe you run, like, you know, last week I went to the supermarket. I couldn't get to this, like, I needed to go to several different stores, but instead I went to the supermarket. And I ran into a friend that I hadn't seen in weeks. And so there you go. I'm glad I saw her. We had a nice conversation. But that wouldn't have happened if I had gone to three different stores. So go with the flow of your life, but also be very conscientious of what's happening. And it's really going to feel like you're navigating every minute at a time. And so the object of the game is to pay close attention to everything that's going on. So if you were, there's a significance behind everything. And if you, and I mean, don't make yourself crazy trying to figure out, you know, why, why some, something small happened. If you are focused on bringing in good energy into your life, then you need to stay that way. If, now this is, this is where we're all tested because so if you're if you're like me and you you find solace in meditation and then journaling or vice versa if you're going to get thrown off again so you you can guarantee that you did your you know your practice or whatever it is and then something's going to happen and it's going to throw you off but the reason you do the practice is so that things don't throw you off so that means you need to redo the practice or stand in that moment and say, you know what? I did my practice this morning and I learned from it and I got up from the chair a different person after I meditated. So I no longer am going to feed into this energy. Okay. I'm not going to feed into this energy. So I'm going to keep going and I'm just going to say, this is, this is not what I'm going to feed my, it's not where I'm going to put my energy. What we get, what we focus on, we get what's familiar to us. All of a sudden you're doing well. And then all of a sudden you're not like it can turn on a dime. This is the Venus Mercury dance that's going on. When Venus goes direct this week, expect that something may surface that is information or, or, something good or something that, you know, that, you know, when the retrogrades happen, the truth comes out. So Mercury and Venus together, there may be some truth that comes out. And so we are getting the truth, um, you know, or we, or, and then there's Neptune, which is going to confuse things. Or is it the truth or not? Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of work to do. So I have to say that it's very complicated. And even though I would like to tell you this is an easy breezy week, you have to, this is the week we prepare for. This is the kind of week that if you are a meditator or you're a journaler or you're someone who is paying attention to consciousness, this is the week that you get tested. This kind of week, this is when you get tested. And this is when you find out if your practices are serving you. And if they are, great then you should be able to step back, say, I'm not going to let this get in my way. 
And okay, so I'm confused. Maybe I need to go talk to someone and clarify what's going on because I'm confused. But maybe if you get really, really taken off track, then you have to like double up on your practice or you have to change your practice or you have to sit down with yourself and figure out where your practice is taking you. So maybe you go for a bike ride every morning and that bike ride clears your head. And then like you come home and you're hit with an email, a phone call, you know, a this, a that, you know, something's happened. Your kid fell at school, you know, well, that's not happening right now, but your kid fell in the backyard. Um, something. And you should be able to tap into the composure from your practice. If you can't do that, then you need to go back and practice some more. Or you need to remember your practice and say, you know what? I'm ta being taken right back. And that's so retrograde. I'm being taken right back to where I was before I had like went for that bike ride this morning, before I did my meditation this morning, before I did my journaling this morning. So this is a very delicate balance and each and every one of us is going to get tested. Um, and so in that test, you know, okay, we're allowed to fall on our face a little bit, but we have to pay attention and, and, and rise above everything. Rise up, rise up, transcend and get past what's the possibility of like pulling you right back down again. That's the subconscious that, and that's the, our self-defeating part. Each of us has something where none of us are exempt. Each of us has a little something that is self-defeating. And right now, we may feel it really strongly. That's not what we need. We need to not allow the self-defeat to get in the way. We need to get clear. Like if you're confused about something, yeah, you got to sit down with yourself or with a friend or somebody and talk it through and say, I'm, I'm really confused. I need some help. And what do you think? Or meditate through it. I feel like there's a lot of confusion in the air right now. And there's a lot of things turning on a dime. We have to be flexible. We have to be motivated. We have to be willing. And we have to, we have to laugh. We have to, like, like, I just laughed on Friday afternoon when I'm, like, and I'm really glad that my plans changed at the moment that they did because if they had planned, those change plans changed earlier, I think I would have spent more money where I was. <laughs> I would have said, okay, I'm not going anywhere this afternoon. Let me stay here and shop. <laughs> but instead, I got, I got the messages I was paying for things, and I said, oh, I'm glad that happened now. <laughs> <laughs> so I I said, oh good, I got stopped from from going into old habits. Good. All right, great, I'm going home now. So when we experience uh things that turn our lives in a topsy turvy manner, we have to sort ourselves out. It's like a regular coming back to true north. It's a regular getting back on track. And it may happen this kind of week four and five times a day. Don't be surprised. So allow it. Just go, okay, it's a retrograde. Okay, I'm just, I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm just going to keep going. So that being said, um, we are approaching the second Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, and that's going to be the 30th. That's not this week. It's the week after. Go back to April 4th. What happened April 4th? 
think about April 4th. I know what happened to me. I saw a tarantula. Um, um, but there was, we did a lovely meditation and it was really powerful. And so if, if there's global meditations online, do them, join them. If, uh, you are able to remember what happened on the 4th of June, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, the 4th of April, you can see the layers of what's going on. So layer one, what did that, what did that reveal to you April 4th? Because layer two is June 30th, and this is the moment we've been waiting for. Let's see, get excited, because this is not something that's, um, you know, alone. It's, it's, a, it's, a part of a story. So one part of the story was April 4th. The second part of the story is June 30th. Evolution in your life is really paramount right now. Evolve the story. Evolve your life. Evolve evolve what you want to happen and you should you should be able to do that. Keep yourself focused because that's really you know the name of the game this week. You're going to get thrown off. I'm going to get thrown off. Um, don't let yourself be sabotaged. And that's just about it. Uh, let's look at the moons real quick. The moon is in Cancer all day today, all day tomorrow. So we're still feeling that eclipse. The moon on Tuesday, the 23rd, goes void uh, just for like five hours in the middle of the night until 8.30 in the morning it goes into Leo. That's Eastern time. Then it's in Leo all day and it goes void Uh, 1.34 a.m. on Wednesday, void in Leo, and it's void all day. And it is so void on Wednesday that it goes void from Wednesday. Like in the wee hours, if you're living in, you know, the, the Northeast, it's void all day, and then it doesn't go into Virgo until Thursday afternoon at 1 o'clock. So this is one long void moon. This is... This is a, wow, that's like a, a like a 36-hour void moon. That's a long void moon. That's a good time to just like, just get your tasks done. It's Leo, you know, play with your kids. <laughs> but go, you know, if they want to play a game, a board game, sit down with them and play a board game. But it doesn't go into Virgo until Thursday afternoon. And then Friday, it's, it's uh, in Virgo all day. And it's void for a short amount of time on Saturday afternoon for about 15 minutes. And then it goes into Libra, and then it's in Libra on Sunday. So the big void is all day Wednesday, half a Thursday, and just enjoy that time. It's Leo. Go laugh. Because Leo is like the lord of, you know, the sun, the the laughter, the fun. So on and on that note, I bid you a lovely week. Stay focused. Stay with your practices. Don't allow yourself to get distracted and um, see what this eclipse brings for you and write it down. And, you know, just take your time, go through it one day at a time and, and don't allow yourself to get distracted by, you know, stray things that are Neptune is throwing in your in your path. Venus goes direct on Thursday. Pay attention. What happened? That's a good thing. Venus is going direct. Um you know, maybe it's a really good thing to uh, pay attention to your relationships, money, and all that stuff. It's great. And as you uh, enjoy the Venus going direct, 
you know, thank it for the wisdom that you gained while Venus was retrograde. So, and you'll probably find out more of what that is when you, when you experience Thursday's direct motion. My podcast is here every week, The Golden Astrologer. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Twitter is at devastrology. And my Instagram, where I post lots of videos, is The Golden Astrologer. So tune in and find out what's going on. And if you're interested, my friends did a podcast last week. Past the Lotion is their podcast, and they interviewed me for 90 minutes. It's last week's podcast, so go enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful week.